2: Welcome ladies, gentlemen, boys, girls, and that technicolour rainbow in between. We are the Too Late Update podcast. I'm Matthew Wynn. I'm joined of course by Kevin Jones and Christopher Hodkinson. Hello. Hello. We are the only podcast that brings you news fresh from at least 20 odd years ago. Um, and, you know, hot off the presses. Uh, but we also like to go wildly off topic, so let's do that first. Uh, Kev, what have you been up to?
1: i went to see rammstein again last week this time in a much better place
3: okay it was in cardiff yeah um, yeah uh, that was brilliant yeah you would say that regardless of where you saw them before that
2: yeah
1: yeah but <laughs> the, the first time was coventry so Lo- local fair, bias yeah. yeah to be fair that is a massive difference coventry to cardiff um well it's just to, to be fair like cardiff the major state the the big stadium is in the centre of the city. So you are by loads of really cool pubs and bars and yeah. that's the atmosphere build. So it's pretty unique because I don't think many I can't think of many other places where the, the stadium is that close to centre. Um, no,
0: no, no. yeah.
1: I also I think the atmosphere of the gig was a bit better. Um yeah, Ramshot were brilliant once again. There's my well, is the better time to see them. Um yeah. Sound was a bit better as well, having the everything go around the stadium. And then the night afterwards, I would see Guns and Roses in Tottenham's new stadium.
2: Yeah, a gig so bad it actually made national news. <laughs> uh, Did it? Yeah, it was in a few of the. It was on my BBC News homepage for a bit. Of
3: yeah. what was the headline?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, not the top headline, but yeah, it was there. No, no. I? Yeah, I mean,
3: what, what was the headline of the article? But what oh, about it was, so just it was, news?
2: It was effectively about how bad, like how the, people were forced to wait for like an extra hour or something to even get in the stadium. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah.
1: So two hours. The first. So the doors are supposed to open at I think three or three thirty. First support was supposed to be on at four thirty. Yeah. That support was cancelled. Didn't open until quarter past five. Took forty-five minutes to get in. Um, then there were massive queues in the bars. Um, in some places, the sound was terrible. Apparently, yeah. We seemed to luck out where we were, um, and but we still, you, you know, you could not hear the parts of the drum weren't great and parts of the uh,
3: guitar weren't great. But at least we could hear Axel, which some people seriously. Didn't. How how does it go that wrong? Like it's like not a pop up venue. really you like these kind of things week in week out? How do they get it so catastrophically wrong on so many levels, and like why haven't anyone of any one of these venues learned that when things start to go wrong you need to communicate with people like if someone's dropping out make an announcement for some reason explain it if you're late getting in like do something to explain it like you have to go outside and facebook you can just you can just use Twitter or something but like talk to people but you're paying customers at the end of the day show them some fucking respect like love... cattle in a fucking queue
1: Yeah. um. Yeah, or bad. Um, Sorry, apparently,
3: apparently,
1: genuinely angry. So we got we got a slightly shorter set list than most of the European tour because they had to come out later to sort the sound out. Yeah. To, I mean, I don't know what it would have been like without sort of the sound out. I think it's messed up Axel's voice so much having to deal with that that he played a short set the night after and he had to cancel Glasgow tonight.
2: Jesus.
1: Yeah. Really not well. Crazy. Yeah. Not
2: so it, it was the first
1: gig that they've had in that stadium. Oh is it? Yeah. Wow. Well, I
3: mean that that almost makes it worse in yeah, my it opinion. So you should have fucking practiced it then. Yeah. If this was your coming out party, you make sure you do it right.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean I, a friend who was with is gonna say about a refund because we were we were denied access to some of the
3: to some of the things. I think we'll just do a partial refund, I think. Yeah absolutely. We denied access to oh we what we denied access to? We couldn't see the sport. I thought you said we were cancelled.
1: Well, yeah,
2: they're
1: because cancelled because they didn't we, open the stadium.
3: Because am oh, yeah, sorry, ignore me, ignore me, yes, yeah, yes, it,
2: yes. I think there's a difference yeah. between it's cancelled because the like the support is cancelled because they couldn't because they, you know, got COVID and couldn't turn up to yeah. the stadium is in shut is is put on such a shit show that um that you know, we had to cancel the support acts. So I think there's a big difference there.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The, the
1: second, the second support started ten minutes after they actually opened the door. So, like, unless you were at the front, you weren't going to see see them either. Yeah. Just, it's a bad, it's a bad stadium. There's the, tour, queues for the bars and the food are massive. Um, again, this part of that issue may have been the fact they didn't open on time, so they don't have a spread out of people getting food and drinks. Um yeah. There's not enough ladies' toilets either. There's three men's toilets for every ladies' toilets. This was a stadium built. I think, less than three or four years ago.
3: Wow.
1: There's, there was more toilets in Coventry, which was built, I think, 20-odd years ago. Yeah. You know, again, the Millennium Stadium in Cardiff, there's, there's more ladies' toilets. But again, well,
2: there the, was... The, good, the uh, Olympic which, Stadium we went to, there was plenty of ladies' toilets, of, and that's 10 years older, you know. Um, we
1: were... I was talking with a Spurs fan in the queue, and he was like, what's the, the biggest the shame thing about this is how much better the West Ham Stadium is Yeah, for this type of thing. He said it's great for football, but...
2: Well, uh, you also sent us a pic of some of the merch, didn't you? Which was...
3: Yeah.
2: What was it? They, they, it's just a white shirt that says uh, Guns and Roses, but they, they've they taped over the guns and they've put Spurs, and now it Wasn't says it a
3: Spurs hobby? and Wasn't Roses. A, a rugby
2: Toppels,
1: it, it looks like a, it's an old football shirt. Yeah. A football shirt they would have in the 60s. So it's a very white plain. It's got
3: the Spurs, the spurs badge on. And we'll, um, we'll, we'll put it on our Twitter account.
2: What what yeah. what, it, what it makes it sounds like it makes it like you know what's better than Guns and Roses Spurs, mm. which I don't think is the vibe they were going to go for, and I don't think it's one that like it just yeah, and and that was ninety quid if I remember
1: 90, 90 quid ninety that was, quid that's
3: the most hideous piece of
1: merchandise.
3: Merch yeah, the thing is, right, and it was an offshoot, but merchandise does seem to be getting lazier and shitter. Yeah. Like the quality of the printing is looking lazier, like it's been done by, like, you know, a bootleg, not to cast version on them, it's more like Redbubble, you know, somebody just makes stuff to order
0: Yeah.
3: and just wax the print, just wax the picture on it and sells it. And they seem to be going with the logic of, oh, it's a gig, so we can up the price about 50, 50%, which kind of scales a bit for t shirts, because you wind up with t shirts at like 20 quidish, which is, you know, not terribly unreasonable but it doesn't work when you start, start applying that to hoodies and rugby jerseys and you wind up yeah. with, you know, 70 quid hoodies and 90 quid rugby tops. Yeah. But also look shit. The,
2: the, the quality isn't there on the hoodies
3: particularly. No, and just, just, just the design is shit. I mean, we spoke at Download, didn't we, care about how there's this trend for um, just putting the name of the band on the front in, like, a Helvetica font. And then it's like 70 quid. So I could literally make that myself. Well,
1: yeah. this has got a bit brain in a washing machine, but this, this, what I'm wearing now is my Bippy Clary t shirt, which has got the images from the front of the album. Yep. Track listing. So that was, I bought that in a set with a vinyl for 35 quid.
3: Yes, yeah, so that's all right. Yeah.
1: So that was, with, that was with the vinyl as well. So. Yeah, it's just a free t shirt, basically. Uh, I guess. I don't know how much vinyl is. About twenty quid for the album. Yeah,
2: but um, sorry guys. We're, uh, yeah, so Tottenham Stadium shit. Don't, yeah. don't don't. Yeah, if if you were there, at Guns N' Roses. Do what Kev's doing. Find out what your rights are. Get some money back because that's not okay. Um,
3: we should Tottenham. start a new Twitter account for um shit overpriced merch. Yeah, we should. <laughs>
2: yeah, and 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 I would actually have that. I would have that that picture of the Spurs and Roses T-shirt. As, like, the the, profile. the headline picture, yeah, the profile picture because yeah. it is that bad, it's fucking appalling. I yeah. wouldn't even put uh. it in awful taste, great execution, it's just awful <laughs> taste, it's just terrible, fucking awful. Um, Hodge, what have you been up to this week?
3: Literally, not very much at all, <laughs> really, not very much. Um, I'm catching up on Kenobi, one episode left, <laughs> yeah. Think I'm up to date with the boys, that's been good, yeah. And I do not know if I'm up to it on Ms. Marvel. No, I think I've got a couple of episodes of that
2: to watch.
3: And I've been on. I've been jumping around on games, I can't really quite like, seem to settle on anything. I started playing um, Yakuza Zero overnight for the first time.
2: Ah, well done. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's good it's good, but I would say there are some weird production issues. Well it's say you like, pick a cinematic style and stick with it. Like is it <laughs> FMD? Is it this weirdly like animated comic thing you're doing? Is it just completely motionless images? Like a Rupert Bear cartoon. Like make your mind up and stick with one.
2: Oh, I'm with you. Yeah.
3: Consistency, consistency, people. That game's batshit and goes on a long time as well. Yeah. Um. I appreciate the craziness of it. It's like I'm going to beat you to death with a gun. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I am (laughs) another consumer PSA. Now I've been playing Crusader Kings three. Uh
2: huh.
1: I've got to a point where you can't save the game. Oh. Yeah. My save game stopped working, but the autosave was working, now the autosave stop stopped working. Apparently a known issue. Um, it's a bit annoying because I've been really enjoying it.
2: Yeah.
1: But I have yeah. to wait for a patch. They're aware of the issue, but it's just like... Oh. So I started Far Cry 6, um, but I haven't got to the point in Far Cry games. Basically, I don't enjoy Far Cry games until I get a really good sniper rifle and a really good like high-power machine gun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: because up until that point, it's like you're sort of forcing me to play the game on how I don't want to play it. I just want to have a sniper rifle that I can shoot for miles away.
3: Yeah.
1: But guaranteed headshots. Then I've been distracted from that with um my son really wanting to play Hot Wheels.
3: Hot Wheels is great.
1: Yeah, it is. It's really fun. It's a it's the best non Mario kart kart race cart race, like fun racing game.
3: Yeah, see I, I would say though <laughs> this might be an opinion not many people agree with. To me, it's less Mario Kart. It's more Forza because it's more about the technicality of how you race. It's not about weapons or that kind of You've got boost, but I mean, do you see what I mean? It's more technical in the same well, way going Forza is.
2: I was going less... to say, to me, when I played it around yours, it reminded me more of F-Zero. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's there, actually. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's all about... That well, might, it's that might, 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 actually, it might be the closest one.
2: Yeah.
1: It's entirely, it's entirely about drifting. If you drift and then boost off the corners, which is
3: Mario Kart.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, but, but you if say Mario Kart, people assume weapons.
1: But... Yeah, it's Mario Kart without other weapons. I quite yeah. like the Mario Kart without other weapons. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You would. <laughs> 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 Mr. I know yeah. the tracks and go fast and have put time and effort into learning them, like what a dick would do. <laughs> <laughs> effort right. in Mario Kart, ugh, cringe. <laughs> uh, Yeah. So, um, uh, me this week, uh, I've been catching up on a lot of the same TV series. Um, I also managed to catch up on Halo, the TV series. How would you think? It's got some very good things in it. Like, I really like the, the Spartans, like, reconnecting with their humanity and stuff like that. I think that, that whole thing is great. Um, I think the character of Quan is, like, what, what adds nothing of interest to the show. Like, I I do not give a shit about her and, you know, uh, and her tiny, like, vendetta against the the other person who's in charge of her planet. I don't care about it. It's not interesting. It doesn't advance the story. Every time that scene, like, that storyline was on scene, I was visibly sighing. And then there's an entire episode towards the end dedicated to it, where they go to a desert to meet the mystics... Remember this is like the year like th- like it's it's in the it's in the proper future it's not in fucking mystical fantasy future it's in our future, <laughs> and she goes into the desert to meet the mystics and they've got fucking bows and arrows and live in tents and at that point, I was a bit like, "No, this is dumb this is this is dumb as fuck um this part of it, but there are other really great things in it like I think Halsey is a fantastic character um complete. We'll sociopath monster yeah um, I, I think she's really she's really good at it and I actually think their portrayal of like Cortana was pretty good actually um, the only other thing I really didn't like is um, uh, what's her name Mackie who's the the Covenant girl person because I don't know what they think that adds to the overall lore it doesn't really add enough to make it worth it and the direction they take it in some things so I was a bit like you've You've done this for this specific reason without uh-huh. spoilers you've done it you've done it so that this specific scene can happen and that's fucking stupid um but I would say there's a lot of that a lot of that that is kind of fixable all I would say is I don't want to see don't want to see any of quan in season two she's <laughs> she's done she's done it's fine she's done I don't I do, I do not care about that character and and her supposed arc that she has like it's and, that's, and I haven't, obviously haven't even mentioned the fact that he spends a lot of the time with his um, head uncovered. That was not the big problem to me. There were, yeah. The only other thing... No,
3: I kind yeah. of think, I understand that. It's like, it's yeah. very hard to have a main character who can't emote.
2: Yeah. um, You know, but I, I thought there was a lot of, there's a lot of good in it. There's just a lot of missteps. and it, And weirdly, you can tell that the things that are missteps are the definite, the paramount writer's stuff that they kind of... Like, oh, here's my original yeah. OC, do not steal. I'm putting them in Halo. Like, it was <laughs> like, that was terrible. Get them away. They're, they're not good. They're not good. Keep keep them away. Um, but I would say uh, the, the Spartan Kai is my favourite character in that show. She's brilliant. I want to see. I want more Kai in season two. She's <laughs> fucking great.
3: Quick other thing I want, I want to say to you both. Um, yeah. You should both try the demo for Metal Hellsinger. So it's like, uh, it's a first-person shooter uh huh. Um, with a music game style, so you have to try and shoot on the beat and reload on the beat. Oh, it's the rhythm shooter, so yeah. Yeah. These these name what it means to you, Kev, but it's got um singers from bands um Ginger, Soilwork, Trivium, Dark of Tran- No, so um Dark Tranquility, System of a Down, Refused and Invasion, Lamb of God, Arch Enemy, um Black Crown, Initiate and Replicare.
1: Yeah, out of those, Trivium and um, would you say Refused?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Fusion invasion envision.
2: Serge um, Tankins on it as well.
3: Yeah, I know Serge yeah. Tankins on it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The music sounds like your sort of thing from what the, the demo I played. Yeah.
2: They're trying too hard to impress Kev.
3: I, I don't know, <laughs> I just sort of feel like I want to listen to music while we'll play the game and listen to music. How dare you come up with a new mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ignore all your hard efforts in making music and put on something which completely destroys beyond we but you have created it.
2: Ambiance, I think, not online.
3: That is the better word, yes. Yeah. Cool.
2: Anyway, right. <laughs> moving on. I will check that out as well, so that sounds awesome. Um, moving uh, on.
1: I, was, I, saw, I saw the demo at, Um, Not E3 and thought, yeah, it looks okay. Is it actually play well? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Maybe
1: Maybe at one point
2: uh, moving on. So we are going to be talking about January of 2006. Uh, so, Hodge, would you be kind enough to read the news out for us for January of 2006? It's
3: a quite yeah. old month, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Charles Kennedy resigns as leader of the Lib Dems, admitting he has a drinking problem. I River that... Thames, Whale. What?
2: I was just going to say, I remember that being um, quite brave of him at the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh,
3: yeah. I, um, Charles Kennedy
1: was a decent
3: politician.
2: Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Gen, he Gen actually Gen cared about
3: his party and stood down. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, when in 2010,
1: when everyone was going about Clegg mania, um, yeah. no, Charles Kennedy actually got more seats than Clegg did. Yeah. Uh, so he was the the more successful, li- like, recent Lib Dems leader. Um, yeah. And sadly, I think he was a big loss to British politics. I think yeah. he was actually also notice me, he... He resigns because of, you know, he, he resigns because of something that, mm. for the good of his party, for the good of, like, his constituent, you know, he, he does the right thing. Imagine yeah. someone
2: having the, the decency yeah. to do that. Yeah.
3: yeah. which yeah. Um, yeah. Happier times. He sadly passed away a few years ago, didn't he? Yes, did he? he did, yeah. Oh. Sorry. Uh, in happier news, in, yep. there was a whale discovered swimming in the River Thames in London.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, doesn't end happy, unfortunately. How oh, did it die? Yeah,
2: they, they all die. Uh, the only reason they die is because people try and, and help them, and by help, and helping them, doesn't help.
3: Also, the
1: Thames is probably not in any way savagery for whales. No,
2: not not. To <laughs> <so>. no. <laughs> be fair. Yeah. It,
3: it looks brown. London is not it, a good it, place for a whale.
2: No. It or a person.
3: Brown. And then Goran Eriksson announced that he would quit as manager of the England national football team after the summer's World Cup in Germany. Ericsson had been in charge of the England team for five years and was the first non-English manager of the England team. Good to him. I don't know how well he did.
2: I couldn't. I um, couldn't tell you in hindsight.
1: England got to three quarterfinals under him, um, but at the time they were generally. Seen, it was the time of the golden generation, and the yeah. idea was that they should have been doing better. Um, but most of those golden generation players are dickheads. Yeah, and them. Well, just to just to clarify that, basically, I mean, people like Steven Gerrard, who um, defended a, race, a racist teammate and then beat someone up for changing song in the jukebox. Apparently, none of them could get along because they're clubs, they're with different club teams. Yeah. So when they went to England, like, well, I don't like you because you play for Man United? I don't like you because you play for Chelsea. Absolutely um, ridiculous. Right. Like, um, so only like David Beckham really cared for playing for England at that point. Um, Swangarson left, and everyone was like, "Oh, well, we'll do well now." And they didn't; act- they like, actually didn't. They failed to qualify for the next tournament. Mm. So it's funny because a lot of the England fans hate Gareth Southgate, but you know, under Gareth Southgate, they got to semi-final and final of a major tournament, and the players actually seem to like him. And but, a lot of the stuff's finished. Sorry, this is I'll get off sport now. History no has vindicated him.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. News kind of bleeds into games because well, of, the- so of some of this stuff was just news. So the, the DS Lite announced
0: mm-hmm.
3: um, And then This this I thought was quite weird Public schools in West Virginia decided to add Dance Dance Revolution by Konami To their curriculum in an effort to combat Obesity
2: Yeah
3: Did
0: it work?
2: <laughs> I, mean, I, I imagine, don't know I imagine that is one stressed version of Dance Dance Revolution
3: <laughs> <laughs> This mat is destroyed Yeah
2: that's right <laughs>
3: God. I'd like to know what the most what the most played songs were. God. in, in two thousand <laughs> early two thousand six. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Um, on
2: dance, dance revolution. Couldn't tell. I, I don't. Oh.
1: What what were the hits in Two thousand five.
2: Yeah. We'll get onto that. Maybe one of them will be on. I don't, I don't
1: know because know, it, it'd be an older, it'd be older stuff. Yeah.
2: It'll be like two thousand maybe maybe slightly older than that.
1: Yeah, two thousand three yeah. songs. I don't know what that would be.
3: I was too entrenched in the old old.
2: world. We'll find out. Anyway, um...
3: and what will surely become a recurring theme. Yeah. Blizzard dip their toe into controversy by responding to an LGBTQ, well, just LGBT at the time, debate happening in World of Warcraft. where the company stated... To promote a positive game environment for everyone and help prevent such harassment from taking place as best we can, we prohibit mention of topics related to sensitive real-world subjects and open chat within the game. And we do our best to take action whenever we see such topics being broadcast. We're Blizzard. We don't want to take a side because it might cost us a tiny bit of money. Yeah,
2: exactly.
3: Don't worry, we we'll are working on a way to really fleece you, but it won't be ready for a few just, years yet.
2: Just bear, bear in mind... This will have been before they merged with Activision. This would have been, the, and and because a lot of a lot of Blizzard apologists kind of like to say, "Oh no, but it's not it's not Blizzard's fault. It's Activision doing it." No, no, no. That like they weren't part of Activision Blizzard during this. They weren't part of Activision Blizzard when they put out the world's first real money auction house for Diablo Three. Blizzard yeah. always wanted your fucking money. They've just also. Um... They've just also got in, in with Activision, who desperately want your fucking
1: money. So. <laughs> just, um, just a uh, wonder about this. So there are people having a debate about LGBTQ uh, plus rights mm-hmm. on on this game. Do you reckon they clamp down as much on people harassing women or harassing ethnic minorities?
2: Not even slightly.
1: No. 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 Uh, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, oh, well, we don't we don't want to have.
3: We want this to be apolitical, We're like, well, okay, but that that applies to everything then. Yeah. And like, no, 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 we can't hear
2: you. I mean, well, I mean, Blizzard, of course, they also got in trouble a couple. Well, not didn't get in trouble, but there was a, a person who said a, uh, you know, free Hong Kong. I support the Hong Kong protests during oh, a yeah. uh, competition, and they banned him, which is definitely not to do with their huge money streams that they have in China. Definitely nothing mm-hmm. to do with that. Why would you even think that? Uh, okay. Cool. So, uh, actual releases wise, it's kind of quiet. <laughs> it is January, to be fair. Yeah.
1: And
3: this might be this the worst month we've seen. This is this is
1: January two thousand six. I mean, now we get lots of a few games coming out in January because just delays. Yeah. Yeah. And just because I think some people go, well, there's nothing coming out, we we'll have the month
3: to ourselves.
2: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Ape Escape three. Never played. Okay. Nope. And Resident Evil... Why can't
3: they lock up those apes properly? I
2: don't know. It's, uh, there, there's got to be a reason for it. One day I'll play an ape escape game and I'll tell you.
3: Um, look, Trevor, this is on your appraisal, to so make sure those apes don't escape again. It's the only thing on your appraisal, and look what's happened. There's apes everywhere. Three times. Three times. It's... This is beyond the pale,
2: Trevor. Um, then uh, Resident Evil Deadly Silence, which I assume is the DS game. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. I haven't played it either. I no, assume it's not very really good. No. Um, it's also what one of the protagonists would refer to their fart as. Oh, s- <laughs> silly Hodge.
2: Um, I think there is one game missing off this list though that I spotted, um, but it's not necessarily a huge one. Ecto- Echo Plankton.
3: Oh yeah, you're right. That was on here. I didn't yeah. know what it was.
2: Yeah. Um, that was released at this time as well. The only reason you'll know about uh, about this game is that it's got a stage in Smash Brothers. <laughs> That's pretty oh, yeah. much
1: it. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> it's back when DS games were very very simple. Like they would. Yeah. What was it? Yoshi's Touch and Go, which was basically a mobile game.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you what. Something else kind of funny. Just because we were talking about DS games, something that happened um, this week is that, uh, or, or a week or so ago some dude put out like a a YouTube animation of Ace Attorney and it's stupid and irreverent and everything like this. And I just happened to be on Twitter and it was watching the Ace Attorney fan community basically act like Charlie Hebdo had put a a picture of their prophet on the front page. It was fucking ridiculous. It's like, it's not completely inaccurate. Number one, uh, Phoenix Wright is the... Defense, he's not the prosecution, and that clown's tits have like the balloons in them. It's like Jesus Christ, guys. It's it's it's,
3: it's not. I thought he was pros.
2: Oh, I no, I. Hey, no, uh, he Phoenix Wright is usually the defense attorney. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that neatly brings us on to movies. Um, our first movie, uh, we got up on the list is Underworld Evolution. Now, have you seen this?
1: I believe I have.
2: I believe I but have I as well. Can't remember it. No, I can tell you a single damn thing about this at all. Remember the first one? Uh, I've got a feeling this one is the second film. Yeah. Because I think I've only seen two, and it would have been, and it would have been the first one and this one. And it's, um, you know, the first one was kind of, uh, it was like Matrix with vampires, basically. Yes. Yeah. And this is kind of more of the same. In fact, it's so much more of the same, I couldn't tell you, like, like we were saying, I couldn't tell you a difference between this one and the, um, the other one. Um, except that I think there's uh, Bill Nighy as a, a horrible vampire lord in it.
1: Um, yes, Bill Nighy is in the film.
2: Yeah, um, and it's got Kate Beckinsale as Celine, and that's it. Like That's literally all I can remember. Um, and they keep calling werewolves lichens because they think that's cool. So, <laughs> it's, um, it's pretty... I mean, that was the thing about all like I think they made what five or six underworld films in the end.
1: Yeah, I remember the first one coming out and having like a bit of an impact, and I think it was before, so it w- would have been. I mean, so this, it was is, this is 2006, popular. so I reckon yeah. that would
2: been 2003,
1: 2003. 2003, the first yeah. one. That's that's basically it's sort of a mixture of, like the the popularity of Blade and the popularity of the Matrix. Yes. Yeah, it was like, oh, Kate, Be-. like she was a gun wielding vampire and they were supposed to fight whales, but then it was like that whole you know, Juliet thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, and then this one came out and I don't think anyone particularly cared.
2: No, I, don't, I think there's a hardcore weird, like, sub fandom of people who actually like Underworld um but it's you know it's it's fine it's just like uh, you know it's like you said it's it's kind of a it it does feel a bit lowest common denominator it's like what do people like they are like vampires we'll chuck that in there they like the look of the matrix we'll chuck that in there they like vampires we'll, all right we'll chuck it we'll just romeo and juliet and rabbit uh, uh romeo, yeah we'll chuck it in there and this is
1: this is pre-twilight as well
2: it is pre-twilight so it's not that bad um I think the first, funny enough, I think the first Twilight film I saw was the one where the werewolves got introduced, and it was like, I think we were watching it at a shift at work and someone put it on, and it was like, this is vampires versus werewolves, and they've somehow made that incredibly boring. Uh, (laughs) You know, this, at least, at least I imagine if I was to go back, there might be some fun action scenes in this. Um... You know, so Underworld still. I, I've got a feeling there was a film like not not too long ago that there was another Underworld film. We'll have to have a look at that. So, not the actual film, just to see if there was one. Because we're not idiots. We're not going to go. We're not going to go watch an Underworld film. <laughs> what do we look like? Um, the other major release um, for this month was Hostel, which oh. I saw with Hodge at the cinema and really wished I hadn't. Oh
1: <laughs> yeah, right. for any particular reason or just didn't like the uh,
2: we well the uh, the reason was Hodge and I were coming back from something Uh, it was a gig or something or a party because we both had hangovers and we decided we're going to kill some time Mm. and we're going to go watch Hostel and we went to see and we were kind of thinking oh it'll just be like you know slasher film kids getting chopped up in a, a thing you know whatever uh, we were not ready for what is basically torture porn. Yeah, um, we, we
1: we are firmly in the time of torture porn yeah, for that, horror films now.
2: Yeah, that is what this film is. Um, yeah. It is horrible, um, unpleasant. Uh, I would say, you know, for the horror genre, it's kind of groundbreaking in terms that it did, it did break some of the established rules of what you expect. Um, you know, like... In, a, in possibly a bit of more of a subtle way than say something like Scream, where you know Scream is obviously always just pointing out the, you know, um, you know the meta if you know what I mean. This was yeah. possibly a little subtler than that. It was like you know, so the people you you automatically assume as survive don't, <laughs> um, and those sort of things. So it was a yeah, it was alright. It was in terms of entertainment value, it's probably not a terrible film, but just not a great film to watch. When you are hungover and coming back from a place. Yeah. So, so we, Sorry,
1: we have lost a Hodge for the rest of the podcast, unfortunately.
2: We um, have. He selfishly, selfishly went to go help his child, who was unwell. I mean, can you believe that shit? Like, just... Ugh. Lack of commitment from Hodge, is what I'm hearing. Um, useless. I'm going to have to replace him. Um...
1: Uh, oh, I was gonna say a bit more about Hostel I, I uh, think I actually quite like this film in a perverse way, but yeah. um and I'm my overriding memory is someone walking around with an eye socket their eyeball out of their eye socket.
2: Yes, I remember that bit, yes.
1: Yeah. Um what what's funny? This film it's set in Bratislava and my sister refused to go to Bratislava because of this film.
2: Yeah, I would have. Really? Bratislava's yeah. lovely. I mean, well, okay. I mean, passage of time. I would probably go now, but immediately after going and seeing this film, fuck no, no, I'm not going to Berislava. What?
1: But why would a place a film set put you off going to see the go to that place?
2: Because they, you see what they done to that poor boy. That's not right. You can't do that. Yeah, but that's
1: not. It's not a documentary.
2: I know, but still, <laughs> it's like. It's like going. It's like watching Jaws and then going to the beach the next day. It's like, no, I'm not going in there. You can't make me. It's <laughs> not going to be a shark
1: there, is there?
2: There it's could be. <laughs> Does this happen to you a lot? <laughs> Maybe I just have a vivid and powerful imagination that sometimes outweighs my actual logic.
1: You'd not go anywhere.
2: No, no, I can't. I, I don't
1: I don't get that. It's, like it's obvious. You know, it's not a documentary.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> okay. But I, I can, I know what you mean. But I also know when someone's saying like, "I'm never going to go there." Like, what, why they would think that? Yeah,
1: Bratislava is a lovely place. It's one of the best. It's one of probably. Um, we went, I, went, I went. in 2004, and um, it's like a little. Feels like a bit of a secret in that it's not like where a lot of people go and they go.
2: Shit, everyone, you got to run. Like... You got to run. Kev's one of them. He's gonna, he's gonna find you in Bratislava and chop you up. That's why he wants everyone to go there for his secret sex kink torture dungeon parties. That's what's going on here. You've got to run, everyone. Run! Run! We did stay in a place called Hotel Spirit. Uh, <laughs> that's a slide, but,
1: Which, I'll show you the picture. If it's still there, it might not be there anymore. Um, um, I got to sleep on an upside-down pyramid. Okay. That's what the place looked like.
2: Uh, uh, right, okay. That's very fucking That neat. was the hotel. That looks like Willy Wonka where he houses the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> yes um, We'll put that on the thing for the benefit of the audience Yeah,
1: um, we, stayed in, we stayed in this place um, Bratislava was amazing I love Bratislava How many people
2: died though, Kev? No one Yeah, lies Don't try and to tell me things that aren't true Everyone well, I've never heard of anyone going to Bratislava with you Which tells me that you're the only survivor So you're one of them
1: Well, you know, if, if I was the only survivor Then the, the problem of the podcast being ruined Yeah wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> not ruined that the you know what I mean yeah someone happened to leave the recording yeah no, no I actually
2: it, did I did did actually like hospital but you know I I I it was not it's not the film to kind of go watch uh, when you're hungover and not expecting it um, no I
1: can, I can understand that yeah no it wasn't it wasn't Hodge that was In Bratislava with me it was Mrs Hodge it was what it wasn't well
2: I was trying, yeah you killed Mrs
1: Hodge. It, but, Basically, yeah. Ellie...
2: No, no, because Ellie isn't Mrs. Hodge. They're, I know they're not married. So you kill I... Hodges' first wife. No wonder no, no, he won't I... get married again. He's so Christ. upset that you Slay. killed his first wife. No, <laughs> but you can't. You can't take it back, Kev. You murderer. Um, I didn't. <laughs> speaking of people who murdered, we're going to talk about music and Arctic Monkeys.
1: Yeah. There wasn't much choice in January no. either for music. Um, the, the big album that came out this month was Art Monkies, yeah. their debut album, Whatever I Say I Am, That's What I'm Not.
2: Yeah. Which, number one, that's a crap name for an album. Um, which,
1: but it was like everyone going on about this album.
2: Yes, this yes
1: birth of indie landfill, kind of well the cementing of it is the the music for the next four or five years i think
2: definitely yeah um
1: because every every well it was enemy was like pushing all these bands at this point because Arts and monkeys have been such a success like record labels wanted all these bands they sort of pushed them up festivals loads of them got very big very quickly um i don't think this album. i think this album's all right no, what? Yeah, I, I think the debut album was alright
2: Okay, alright And
1: this is why, but I haven't listened to it For years, because I thought it was alright I'll give them a go at Reading So because of the success of this album They were catapulted from Like the fourth, fifth stage at Reading mm-hmm. In five To Main
2: stage, yeah.
1: sub-headlining that um, slot. Which, you know, the year before would, well, I won't say that name um, Who would have been the year before? Um I oh, know it was another like it was the killers because there was another one that got big. Oh, uh, razor
2: Light.
1: No, Razorlight Light. Razor Light hadn't. I think Razorlight uh, Light were on the main stage, but earlier. Yeah.
2: But, I I mean, was, the, I, the year
1: the year before the sub headline was Marilyn Manson, who I didn't want to mention because of like he's a horrible person, but he was massive at this point. So this is the kind of level you're talking at, talking about like a couple of years before The Offspring, who again were massive headline download. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So they they got catapulted really far again i said this a few times about British bands, they, you know, they, especially in, in sort of indie, they, they get big so quickly, they don't know how to play live.
2: Yeah.
1: And they were catapulted to the stage, they came out Reading Festival, massive crowd because of all the hype, garbage.
2: Yeah. Uh, we, we were garbage. both there for
1: that, I remember. Well, we walked out after about four songs, I think. Yeah. I went to the Anti-Flag, which was the but correct decision because Anti-Flag were awesome. Um, That was so bad because they just—I mean, to be fair to them, they were probably told for the whole year how great they were, They're the the best band in the UK now, and this amazing album. And
2: I mean, it was it was definitely their year. Because I was—I was quite surprised when you said you don't—you don't actually mind the album. Uh, Well,
1: I think we all—well, I wouldn't have if I—if I hated it, I wouldn't have gone to see them.
2: Yeah, because I would say the album—the album is actually fine it's not it's, it, it's yeah it's it's, a, it's it's an okay decent album it's you know it's got a, it's, it does have some good songs on it but i would say it's um the the like right let me tell you a story when i was at uni uh, with hodge um there was a certain girl we knew who was just a mate of ours and we knew loads of blokes who thought she was stunningly gorgeous like absolutely stunningly gorgeous and Hodge and I would look at each other a bit like we don't get uh, don't get this like like not 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 that she's ugly or anything like that, but we just didn't get the you know where is this coming from that she's stunningly beautiful she she's very nice looking girls, fine, but not like we didn't get where that was coming from, and I kind of feel like that was me with the Arctic monkeys as well It was like it's fine, but what is that what is this about what where is this praise coming from, what are you seeing? That I'm hearing in this case, that I'm not
1: hearing. It's because uh, they wanted the, the media wanted the new Oasis. Yeah, that's that's what it was, I think. Um I, I, I mean, I've listened to the old song of theirs since, but I don't really like any of it. It's just, yeah. Um, but there we go. You know, at, at this point, they were they were destined to headline the festival. They were destined to be massive, and there's nothing you could stop about it. What really annoyed me is I um, went to Reading that year, and I was. I recorded all the like the BBC coverage, uh-huh. and the NM they, they had the BBC pundit after the Arctic Monkeys' Arctic Monkeys' performance, and the the pundit was like, "Oh, that was such a mature performance." The crowd were just in awe; they just sat and watched. Like, no, 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 that was no, no. Well,
2: boring. Yeah, you, the the, the, crowd, the crowd the crowd just sat and watched because you failed to energise them in any way. Yeah, yeah, just
1: it was it was the BBC coverage of that. Reading Festival was one of the most like biased enemy pushed things I've ever seen like they didn't play like like the download festival coverage they have less time but they will generally give every band that played the first and main stage a song yeah they didn't do that on the B- on that the BBC coverage they played the Fratelli's song three times over the whole weekend it's like oh let's hear it again it's like no can you play can you play a band that you haven't played a song of, yeah. Please. Oh, anyway. Um,
2: Yeah Next up up on the docket We've got Devon Townsend Band And uh, Synchestra.
1: Yeah, this isn't an album I know too well, I know Vampira off it Which um, he was his Closing song at um, Bloodstock last year Oh okay said a few times um devon townsend releases a lot of albums <laughs> um he i think at this so he'd, he'd released some solo stuff and he was still he was still releasing strapping young lad albums at this point this is another side project that then became i think the dave devon townsend project right um yeah i'm sure it's good I, the songs i know of it are good so <laughs> Fair
2: enough.
1: It's again it's not um an album i know too well
2: um so but
1: again slim pickings this month
2: yeah um tv wise some interesting ones Ooh, so, there's
1: some yeah, some good stuff in tv um so january tends to be where either a new show starts or you'll get a like they they the show picks up after a break
2: yeah
1: so there, there's some it's probably the the more interested month for things on this yeah
2: so we've got life on mars debuts i
1: really like this show um, yeah so i initially when it when when the trailer for it came out i just dismissed it because i was like oh it's not gonna be very good it's um it's i thought show,
2: yeah
1: well it's not so much that i thought it sounded like you know the F- end of the simpsons episode where homer simpson talks about um time traveling taxi driver whose favorite his friend is a talking pie yeah i thought it was that <laughs> <laughs> I, it was like oh, what's this um and I thought, I always worry a bit when British things go into nostalgia a bit, yeah. um, but this is a really good TV programme.
2: Yeah, I think they did, because they did a lot to sort of talk about the um, the nostalgia and almost to
0: break, yeah.
2: that, uh, break that down a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: it's, it's also the fact I forget the Chief's name, but like, he's horrible, but it's like, oh, this is what people are like in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. He's a horrible, misogynistic bastard, but people kind of like him.
2: Yeah, so just, just for those who don't know, the premise of Life on Mars, um, there is a US version of this. Don't watch that. It's crap. Watch the uh, UK version. Just It just generally is better. Like, they keep things in the US version that you should just take out. Um, uh, so it's about a cop who is, uh, I believe he's hit by a car, uh, yeah. and then he wakes up in the 1970s, effectively. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: with the eponymous Life of Bars playing,
2: right? Yeah. And uh, that's that's pretty much all you really need to know. And he, he doesn't know whether he's in a coma or whether he has actually gone back in time or, you know, or, or what's going on. And uh, the show plays a lot with that, uh, with those moments as well, which is.
1: Yeah, and it feels like there, there's bits where the fact that you're, you're not quite sure what's going on, so it does play with little things. Um, yeah. Um, but it also feels like. They're not sugarcoated in the seventies at all. No, um, they're not. It's not a romanticized version of like, oh, weren't the seventies great? It's like, no, yeah, no, things were horrible. Yeah. Um, you know, not not everything. Like, you know, but um,
2: they do some really good yeah. things with, particularly with like um, racism and yeah. uh, uh, there's a really good one about football violence and stuff like yeah. that. Um, with, yeah. You know, very, you know, quite it's quite a an honest portrayal of it um yeah.
1: and, as, and the, yeah the how women in the workplace are treated and yeah I, this is a really good show and i think the sequel series is good as well ashes to ashes
2: yes yeah yeah i think um they are they kind of i would say aren't, um, it's worth watching both of them because ashes to ashes really um completes the circle of stuff that's in life on mars as well um, yes
1: yeah and it's not that long, I don't think I think it's only 12 episodes, Like and Mars
2: Yeah, it's only two, se- I think both have Had it's, about two seasons
1: I think two, Like and Mars is two, Ash, Ash is three So yeah oh, is and, it? Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yes without, without talking about spoilers I think, it, I, But I think it's a really I, yeah, yeah, it's one of the, the better BBC shows from that we, decade
2: We don't often talk about UK TV On, like
1: Because
2: no. it's, it's not always good And sometimes it's it's kind of it's only good because people remember it as being good, um, uh, unless it's comedy. We will talk about British comedy quite a bit if uh, yeah. we get the chance. But the British drama, maybe not. Um, but this was great. I think
1: that, I think a lot of the time with British dramas, it's a bit too can be a bit too straight-laced, and they tend to do like oh, it's just a murder a show about a murder, or you know, it's all like catching the serial killer. It's not that can, can, maybe not as interest type of stuff we like. Yeah, a drama base. But I think this show does a quite good thing in mixing what. A lot of people in the UK like, and that simple, like cop show, yeah, like a word of the week with a mythology and like something wider to, to pull it into, so like, oh, what is the mystery? And um, yeah,
2: absolutely, yeah. Um, and uh, and the next show on our list is something I can't believe we haven't talked about before.
1: No, we um, haven't. But I picked out a really good two-parter.
2: Yeah, go for it, Kevin. This is the
1: this is the two-parter where um they find another ship. Sorry, it's Battlestar
2: Galactica. We should say.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes, Battlestar Galactica is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. Yeah, it is. Uh, this is yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. Has um, some of the best story arcs that um, going around and one of the best sci-fi shows.
0: Yeah. Um, like, and...
1: Yeah. Uh, I. Yeah. As as a we have talked about Star Trek quite a bit.
2: Yeah, we have as a, a bit.
1: Like a show set in space. I much prefer Battlestar Galactica.
2: I do as well. Um... This is a conversation maybe to have with other people, but I, in some ways, I think Battlestar Galactica was so good, it ruined Star Trek. But that's a wider discussion to have. Um,
1: yes. Yeah. Maybe but, that could be a side side episode.
2: Yeah, that, that um, would be. We need to get people who, who are passionate and would hate me. Um, <laughs> but, but, which is not to say that Battlestar, Galact- Battlestar Galactica is fucking fantastic. And it frankly made a lot of other sci-fi look downright silly, which is yeah.
1: why it was so good. Well, it was again. It's it's it does what modern Star Trek doesn't do, and it's a reflection of the time it of the time it was made. Yeah. So Battlestar Galactica is there's that push and pull between like rampant militarism and what that leads to, and yeah. Um. Again, we won't go into the new Caprica because we'll probably cover that another point. But this, this is very much the. So in this 2 parter they encounter another battle star.
2: Oh, is this the, the Pegasus? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yes.
1: So yes. this is. So they, um, yeah. So they come across a new battle star, and like that's a, that's a triumphant moment. Yeah. Um, you know they. Oh, we've been struggling to fight off the silence with one battle star at the moment, which is an old creaking ship. You know, a ship about to be decommissioned. Yeah. But only survives the uh, the wiping out the 12 planets because it has doesn't have any uh modern new systems We're like oh yeah we've got another shit this is great and then it immediately falls apart yeah <laughs> because uh in the uh, up until that point they've had the axis of uh, adama and uh, what's the president's name roslyn oh
2: okay
1: roslyn yeah laura roslyn yeah oh, um yeah. yeah so so they they are sort of the de facto leaders. They have the military leader and they have the president, and I think they respect each other enough.
2: Yes. I mean, there was an
1: arc at the start of the season where they didn't, but um, yeah, they respect each other enough that they can. Yeah, they, they, that, they,
2: like, they've established a brilliant a working relationship between yeah. the civilian and military power yeah. basically.
1: Um, but yeah, like Kane tubes up the Pegasus, which is a more modern ship, and she outranks Adama.
2: Yes. And- Things.
1: Happen.
2: yeah it's it's effectively it, be, it becomes the biggest turning point because i believe um kane's philosophy is effectively we're going to take all the supplies and we're going to leave the ones who can't fend, fend for themselves behind if i if i remember rightly and there's a good part of it where adam is going along with this because he is a military man and that's yeah. how he's been raised to behave um and uh, and it's yeah it's one of it's one of the two best hours of television i remember because it's 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 so it's lots of characters and they get into argumentative how to put it argumentative discussions and fights they're not it's not like silly punching or anything um they're not you know they're not screaming and shouting at each other they just have different philosophies of how to survive and yeah i think it comes to the head in on uh, the second episode and it's it's i don't want to i don't want to say for anyone who hasn't seen it but it's one of these tension knife point balancing acts yeah um and it's done it's done brilliantly yeah yeah,
1: yeah i mean there's certain things that kane is doing like they've got a cylon they've got a version of um six,
2: Oh yes yeah
1: they they captured in their thing and rather than you know they the the treatment on the Galactica is slightly better than yeah. treatment like they brutalise the Cylon on well on they,
2: the they they torture and rape her which is yeah torture, yeah, yeah. yeah which is uh, you know
1: um, but uh, it, it, it turns out that Kane had a relationship with her
2: oh yes that's
1: right that. so it, it was like a yeah betrayed but yeah the so they both sides are actively working throughout the episodes to they they contemplate assassinating the other leader yes um and then they don't
2: yeah
1: don't give the order because they think well we can work together and then it the the on who's being brutal that torture and rape kills kane yeah uh
2: and it's yeah
1: uh but (laughs) it's like yeah you're right that tension of like
2: which way is this gonna go who's gonna like yeah
1: um like you said kane does kane does things in like it's a very militaristic way yeah is that necessarily wrong? She she wants to take the war to the side, and she's got two battle stars. She wants to attack, attack, attack. Whereas Adama understands that they're actually a convoy of the survivors of humanity, and they need to get to a place where
2: they are yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's and that's the whole the whole thing. Because I would say Kane doesn't come off as a you know cackling villain, psychopath, or anything like that. She's just got a different view of how. How this is go of how this needs to of what needs
1: to happen, and you know the thing is, her, her or, or is she is she Adama without Roslyn Yeah, that, yeah that's, she, that's, she, you, she's, she's been in space with just one battleship. Yeah, she no that's that's been her focus. She's not. He's always had that other person there that's the president that has che- mentioned yeah, the, che- the che- survival paralysis. humanity. We have to we have to protect all these ships. We have to do this. Whereas she's been like. I've got one ship, I want to take it to the Cylons. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, they haven't got women and children. They haven't, mother. I said they have They've got women, but they haven't got children. They haven't got, like... Families, yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah.
2: Fant- it's The whole series of Battlestar Galactica is fantastic, but this is probably the best couple of episodes. Possibly, I, I, outside, I, well, New Caprica. Mm. New Caprica. Yeah. New Caprica. Um, but I would, um, I, I would m- mind you. I would say this is the moment where I was like, I'm in. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter where uh, it goes from now on. I'm in after this one.
1: I was in from the pilot. I thought the pilot okay. was fantastic. Just. Uh, um.
2: So uh, next up, supernatural scarecrow. I don't remember this one.
1: Yeah. Remember. So I put this one in. Yeah. Because we we mentioned when we did, I think September two thousand five about supernatural series one. I just wanted to mention this one quickly because I think. This was an episode, I think this was the episode where Supernatural started towards what it would become. Right. Um, This episode, Sam and Dean have an argument uh, and they go their separate ways. So Dean uh, sort of hitchhikes with this character called Meg. Mm -hmm. Um, Sorry, did I say Sam or Dean? Sam hitchhikes with Meg.
2: Right, okay, yeah. Um,
1: Builds up a friendship. Dean goes to hunt a bunch of people who are sacrificed to a pagan god, which is where the scarecrow thing comes from. Right. I think the, the smoking man is in this episode which the, furthers, there's a bit of a connection with Supernatural and... X-Files. Yeah, in that they've got similar directors and similar people involved, but um, yeah. yeah, he's he's a... But yeah, the, the Dean story is sort of supplemental. It's the Sam story with Meg, because it turns out late in the episode, Meg is a demon.
2: Oh, it's that Meg, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah so the, the... Yeah, Meg. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm speaking about that in a minute, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, oh, they're, you know, they're sort of building mythology. You know, the the demon side are interested in Sam. are yeah. you know, they're, there's plans afoot, and it's like, oh, this this feels like they've leveled up a little bit since the the sort of the first ten episodes, and like, oh, we know where we're going now. We, yeah. You know, I think we had the hint that Sam's got some kind of powers because they'd shown his the fact he could foreshadow. He had dreams that of the future, and like, oh. The demons are interested in him. They're tracking him, and uh, they've sort of got him, made made someone his friends. So yeah, it was a. Uh, that's why I mentioned it. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Um, so after that, I put. Uh, well, we'll we'll go to you because you said yeah, Meg. We'll See, go to yeah. a episode. episode. Um, I was looking at what other things are out this month, and I thought, oh, that was a funny episode. Remember when Family Guy used to be funny and good?
2: Oh, it did used to be funny and good.
1: Imagine so, that. This is the one where Peter becomes a. Uh, player for the New England Patriots.
2: Oh, yes, I remember this one. Yes.
1: yeah.
2: Um, the, Shibobi, the hated... Shibobi.
1: Yes, that was the bit that I was like, I, I knew you remember. Yeah. <laughs> Where the hated Patriots and... I don't know, is it actually Tom Brady's voice in this?
2: It, uh, well, could be. but um, Yeah, uh, it does an elaborate long song and dance number, which unfortunately would become a thing that they would do almost every other episode at the point. Uh,
1: and it was, yeah... It was, a, it was funny at this point.
2: Yeah.
1: But um, th- then it became, well, we'll do it, or we'll do Conway Twitty e- every bloody two episodes. Right. Um, yeah, which just, sorry, it's like, oh, this is a funny joke. Well, we'll do it again and again and again. Yeah. Um, um, no, it doesn't look like Tom Brady, actually. No, no, he did do his own voice.
2: Oh, that's...
1: There you go. Tom Brady. Yeah, like
2: and that, then man. retire from voice acting, and then immediately not retire from voice acting. <laughs> yes. Okay.
1: See America, we get some of your jokes. <laughs> um and then he yeah, he joins the London team called the London City Manners, which if there is ever a London team, I'd be quite funny if they could call that for a joke. For what episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yes, and so finally I put in a couple of the American Office episodes because American Office season two is brilliant. Um
2: I might have seen these ones.
1: Yeah, in, in reverse, I think we're talking about American shows, don't watch the American version. I would watch the American version, The Office Above of the English version.
2: Yeah. The British,
1: sorry. Um,
2: yeah, I'd go with but that.
1: Yeah, I, I picked this one. I remember um, this is a season two, a couple of season two episodes. The first one's The Injury, where Michael Scott burns his foot because he leaves an, a George Foreman grill on by his when he goes to sleep. So he can make bacon in the morning, and he steps on it.
3: Why? So he, he
1: says he likes that he puts the bacon on when he, and he when his alarm goes off, and then he puts the snooze on because so he can wake up to the smell of bacon.
0: Fucking.
1: <laughs> okay. And then, um, so he says he's injured, and then Dwight rushes to save him and gets himself concussed. <laughs> so Dwight is actually properly injured the whole episode. But Dwight's concussion makes him nice to people. <laughs> so no one wants to take him to hospital. <laughs> yeah. Dwight Dwight loses half his personality and just starts being really nice to Pam. So Pam's like, I don't know what to do. He probably should go to the hospital, but
2: <laughs> <coughs> But he's not being an awful dick.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is season two, Dwight, where yeah. like he's an over the top. Yeah. Awful dip, right? Yeah. Again, they they do quite well with his character by the end.
2: That that's one of the benefits of the American Office over the um, UK Office. The UK Office, I think, is 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 brilliant, but it is incredibly mean spirited, and I would not have wanted to watch. You know, how many seasons? Eight seasons, whatever it was of, of that. Um, whereas the US Office is kind of mean, like starts off kind of mean spirited, but there's a lot more forgiveness and people coming round and you know
0: and, and and redemption in
1: it yeah i do Dw- Dwight, yeah dwight's an interesting character in that yeah i don't know if he's mean spirit as much he just doesn't like jim at first yeah. he really loves the paper business he's really into his karate and his like what other stuff because he, he's into that kind of thing
2: yeah
1: <laughs> this is beat farm it, it's just like he's a very like odd character um and yeah, he he sees himself as, uh, as assistant to the regional director, isn't it? Yes, yes. yes. It's like very much that role. But yeah, and then the other episode I I put down is the episode where Michael finds out that someone's uh, taken a shit on his in his office, and he gets really upset, and he's like, "Oh, everyone hates me! Everyone hates me!" And like, a horrible prank, and it just turns out it's his horrible friend that did it, and then he thinks it's funny. But
2: oh, uh, right, like, okay.
1: Todd, Todd, I think.
2: Oh, okay, I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: I can always picture the British equivalent of that character, not the yeah. not the American one, but I know who you mean.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah. It's another like, oh he's he thinks that oh when someone in someone that works for him does it, it's like, oh it's a horrible.
2: Yeah. But like, when it's, when it's his mate, oh it's a funny joke and everyone should just get yeah.
1: Over <laughs> it. Yeah. But that's not very funny. Yeah, that's it.
2: That's it. So that would uh, those were our TV picks for the uh, for the week, oh month I should say. It's this week, but you know what I mean. It's the month of yeah. <clears throat> January 2006. So it just remains for us to pick our next one.
1: We'll hopefully have all three of us next time. For yeah. The whole okay.
2: So we will be looking at uh, July of 2018.
1: Okay, I'm pretty sure we haven't done that one. So. Yeah. What what was going on in July of
2: 2018? I think that might be <coughs> that will be one of the best years of video games, but it just depends on which month you get. So
1: yeah, you... I I think God of War had come out by that point. We will find out.
2: That might have been September, I think. God of
1: War. No, God of War was I think it was April.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay.
1: I, I was playing it in July 20. I think I got
2: it.
1: Yeah. Got it. Um. In June. So.
2: Um, no money-saving tips this week, unfortunately.
1: Uh, well, I mean, one is, if they announce a tournament at Tottenham Stadium, don't go. Yeah,
2: don't go to Tottenham Stadium. Sounds like a shit-hole. And don't buy no. stupid fucking guns and don't, don't buy anything. And roses. Yeah. Jesus. Um, yeah. Uh, it just remains for me to say thank you very much for uh, having joined us. You can, of course, uh, catch up with us on Twitter at late underscore pod or... Email us at too late update at gmail.com. And of course, if you want to buy us a coffee, you can go to buy me a coffee slash too late update. Thanks very much. I've been Matthew Wynn. That's been Kevin Jones. Bye, Zs. Bye bye.